Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger, a place where passionate people share their stories about health and wellness, and whose mission it is to spread these good vibes and encourage you to find what lights you up in this world. It is a hard question for some of us. I don't think I really thought much of what really lights me up in this world until I started deciding to ask my guests that question and kind of hearing what they had to say. What lights you up in this world? Like what is the thing that makes your cells vibrate and makes you smile so big and makes you more excited than anything? If that happens to be your career, then congrats. If it happens to be a hobby of yours, then congrats. If it's your family or friends or loved ones, then Congrats on that. It doesn't really matter what it is or where you find it in your life as long as you find it. I've been doing a lot of thinking since I recorded this episode almost a month ago because this one was so powerful for me. I actually walked home after recording this episode and was talking out loud through all the points that she went through in this episode because there was just so much to digest and I was feeling like really inspired post-interview. Not to give too much away, but this episode covers so many topics about like everything from like limiting beliefs. I didn't even really know what those were um, to living your purpose to the importance of a mind-body-soul connection and what that actually looks like in your everyday life. And it's not as lofty of a goal as it might sound. And Noelle is here to kind of talk us through that. So Noelle Agape is a health and wellness counselor and has been for the past 17 years. She has 12 years of formal education and training in psychology, quantum physics, energy healing, neuro-linguistic programming, I had to make sure I pronounced that right, um, and yoga. She's also a TV host of the Infinite Wellness Show and an international speaker. Through her years, she's developed and implemented wellness retreats around the world and at schools, local gyms, yoga studios, corporations, etc. Her main goal is to help clients find a balance in their lives so they can live the highest versions of themselves, coaching them to to self-mastery, mastering their mind, mastering the ego, mastering their body, their energy, and their soul's purpose. Her practice is about connecting mind, body, soul, and spirit through emotional counseling, nutritional support, and life coaching, and general overall health and well-being. This episode was so on point, and this is just exactly what I needed to hear, and I think it's going to be exactly what you need to hear. Can't wait to share it, so let's dive in for Noelle's episode. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. I'm really excited for today's guest, Noelle Agape. So nice to meet you, Noelle. Oh, thanks for having me on. It's amazing to be here. I'd love to just start with my the very simple question of what lights you up, and then we'll take it from there. Oh, my goodness. Um, what lights me up? Uh, my soul's purpose, living my dream, right? And then I think that just being me, and like we were talking about this before the podcast, but um, connecting to me and connecting to nature, connecting to my soul's purpose, connecting my, my kids, you know, they, my girls are my angels and they're my light. Um, I live in San Diego because the beach is my, uh, I am a mermaid for sure. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, that's my groundedness for sure. But um, life and, and 
once I tell you my story, you'll understand why life just kind of lights me up. But um, I love living life, truly living this life and, and being here and being present in the moment. So that's amazing. I can definitely tell. Um, and so what is wellness to you and how does that what does that look like in your day to day life personally, not your career? Oh, well, I think actually my career and my personal life are just kind of one, really. They are. It's, and so wellness to me is, um, you know, so many people are like, oh, I'm going to the gym or I'm going to have an apple or, you know, wellness to me is my body, soul, and spirit. So you have to take care of each component to be in full wellness, whether it's your your body and you're actually physically, you know, the food that you put into your body and uh, the all of the toxins around you. And I always talk about like eliminating toxicity, that's complete wellness, right? So, but that's not just, you know, toxic foods, it's toxic people, toxic thoughts, toxic energy that you you involve yourself in and moving, you know, your life to truly, truly, truly living your purpose. And that's what I feel wellness is. It's mind, body, soul connection. And, And it's, there's not one component that is separate from the other in any way. Yeah. Love that. It's all, it's all that balance between the three. Um, so what does it mean? Just like going down the list of things you've accomplished, what does it mean to be a counselor and what do you do on your day to day helping people that way? Oh my gosh. Well, well, um, for me, it means actually it's super personal for me and I'll tell you my story first. And, and I think that that's a great springboard for us because, um, for me being a health and wellness counselor it, in particular is, um, my grandfather was my hero. He was this amazing, beautiful, strong man. And I, you know, used to dance on his feet at the resorts. He taught me how to ski. He taught me how to ride my bike. And I watched him pass away of cancer right in front of me and, and de- literally deteriorate to 65 pounds. And so fast forward from there, uh, when I was 21, my dad died of a heart attack and, um, you know, super crazy businessman, smoked and drank and, you know, did all the things to his body that he shouldn't have, but passed away from being a heart, uh, from having a heart attack. And so fast forward through my life, um, I really connected to the emotions and working with your emotions because um, my, I lost my dad and I lost my grandfather, right? My two heroes in my life. And I was already practicing being a counselor and um, fast forward, my mom got cancer. And so we were like, we are not doing this again. This is not happening to our family. You know, there, there's so many illnesses that we, you know, but we put my mom on an alkaline diet and we changed her limiting beliefs and, and we went in and we did the emotional work. We did the physical work with the food and her body and she is 10 years cancer free now. And so for me, it is lifestyle, right? It is everything that I am is wellness. And that it's not just, like I said, having an avocado or an apple, it's about being the whole person. And, and truly as a counselor, that's the one part is the emotional well-being is, is and so many people leave that part out when they're saying oh i'm healthy because they go to the gym all the time or i'm healthy because i'm eating super healthy i'm eating a salad but what they don't understand is that their emotions are you know their energy and it's stored in your body and it's really if you're not emotionally well then you're not a, you're not healthy in any way and so that's truly what it means to me and that's what i would do with my clients is we work with the mind body soul and spirit when we go through each step getting them to a place of being in well-being in all areas of their life wow wow that's a very very incredible story and i i wonder with you know when you see clients do you feel like people are more out of balance in one of those three aspects or do you find that um you know that most people 
or have worked on one part, but they haven't considered the mind or what are the patterns you're noticing? Oh, without question. I mean, most of the time now they come to me when it, they, you know, their, their world's been rocked because I do overall wellness and it's not just for the health uh, of having eating healthy or exercising or anything um, because I do go so deep and I've been doing it for 17 years. Most of the people that are at my workshops or, or taking my courses or, you know, getting my certifications, it's truly, um, most of the time it's people that are ready to go deep because they, their world's been rocked, you know, unfortunately, but that, you know, because I do go so deep, I think that that takes the people to the next level and and my clientele to the next level for sure. Yeah. And it could be like, I feel like when people find themselves looking for a health and wellness coach, they've probably tried other more conventional or more easy accessible um, methods first and might've been like, you know what, like, this isn't working for me. And there could be reasons why. Let me look for what else is out there. Um, it just seems to be more of like a newer path to healing. Um, it is. It is. And, and uh, I, you know, I'm not just a coach. And I think that the, that's the difference is I'm a licensed counselor and I started there. And then um, from there, when my mom did get sick, I went on a spiritual journey and I learned NLP, which is the neuro-linguistic programming. And that, and I'm, an, I'm actually an NLP trainer, so I can train people how to learn how to do NLP. But um, it, it is, it is, the the mind that really affects so many things where I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not safe, or I'm not protected, I'm not lovable. And that's a lot of the NLP work that I do. And then I'm also a certified energy healer. So we go in and we clear your energy, and we get you to a higher version. So it's truly, truly, um, the depth of what I do is is just way beyond just health and wellness counseling, I mean, coaching, you know, and so, um, Yes, but just for people who don't know NLP, because I'm not as familiar with it, I want to kind of start with that and then move into some of the other healing modalities that you practice, because I'm so interested in that too. Okay, so um, NLP is neurolinguistic programming, and so our brain is actually very malleable. And so from zero to seven, we pick up all of these beliefs, and our brain is in a theta state from zero to seven, which means that like... If somebody says to you, oh, you're so pretty, then you're going to absorb, oh, you're so pretty. Or if somebody says to me, you, oh, you're not smart, then you're going to absorb that. Or some, it, it doesn't even mean somebody says something, but just uh, something could have happened, something traumatic, something could have triggered you. But all of your emotional triggers are stored between zero and seven, and they're stored within your subconscious brain. And neurolinguistics is we go in and, and pretty much, I call it mind hacking, which is kind of funny. Um, I actually do more life hacking than mind hacking because their lives change by the time they're done with me. But, but we go in and we, we change those limiting beliefs to from I'm not worthy, that they are worthy and they are enough. They are lovable and reprogram their brain basically to a better, higher state of being. Yeah. It's crazy how from such a young age, those things can be imprinted in you and really affect how you develop and how you see yourself. It is, it is amazing. And, and I would say that it's so overlooked. Um, and I think now it's, it's definitely becoming more aware of emotional well-being. I think that, that people are understanding that more, but I think that really the depth of the subconscious, so many don't understand that, you know, it's really true. You just, your inner child is saying, Hey, 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 I need a voice. I need you to listen to me. I was hurt at one point, please help me because you, you know, I haven't healed that part of me yet. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. And then like healing modalities, I mean, and you said energy work specifically, are you referring to like a Reiki? 
or what is that? Well, I think Reiki is probably the basic energy level. When you when you learn energy, it's the basic, basic, basic energy, which is I mean amazing and wonderful. And Reiki healers are beautiful. Um, I, I I've studied quantum physics and quantum healing, and um, on the depth of that, working with the quantum fields and um, the energetic fields and their chakras within your body, and everything, everything, everything is energy, right? And so when um, many people don't understand this, and this is going way, way deep, is that um, every emotion is actually stored in your body as energy. And so they're stored in your chakra system. And that is your main, main service. So have you ever walked in the room and you were just like, oh, this room feels really weird or known before you walked in the room that, you know, you shouldn't have gone there or, or the you met someone and you were like, oh my God, I love you. You're my soulmate, right? It's that's the energy that we're emanating out into the world. And so the next level of that is, you know, your souls and living your soul's purpose and when you're not it will be your world will be rocked because if your internal guidance system will always always teach you and it'll always show you whether it's i just ate this banana and it's really bad for my stomach on the simplest level to you know your world being rocked and and a massive thing happening like you know cancer or heart attack or things like that because you're not living your truth. You're not living what you're supposed to be doing. And it, the universe just talks to you and teaches you, basically. Yeah. I'm so interested in that idea. And especially um, being open to feeling that energy, like you're saying, like in a room. And I know that I've read or heard other podcasts that would say, that is something you can develop over time. That is something and a gift that we all have. And it's just a matter of opening ourselves up and like calming down and quieting down and listening. Um, So how do you kind of work with someone, I guess, who comes to you and is like, nope, I can't feel what emotions in my body or, you know, I, I, I'm too, I'm too stressed out. I can't even get there. What would be like the first step for that person? Well, well I teach meditation as well. And so first I, I tell, I teach them how to calm their brain. Um, that's the most important thing, but I also teach them how to connect to their energy and, and really everyone says I can't feel emotions in my body, but you know, you absolutely do all day, every day, right? Uh, This feels good. Now it doesn't feel good. And that's, if it feels good, it's triggering you to say, okay, this is the right direction. If it doesn't feel good, it's not the right direction. And so it's really not as complex. I mean, yes, I've 12 years of, of studying quantum physics, but, but it's not as complex as everybody needs it to be. Just how do you feel? Do you feel good? If you feel good, then, then go with that. If it doesn't feel good, then don't go with it. And, and if it feels good, and this is the, the, a lot that people don't teach behind the scenes, is if it feels good, is it feeling good just for the moment? Or is it feeling good because you're trying to mask something else? Or does it truly feel good from your soul, right? I mean, you know, those times where you're like, oh my God, this feels so good. Like you have, you know, a lot of alcohol and it feels really good, right? But then you know that that's not really good for your body because it's masking your body. So, so is it real? You know, and that's the, that's the thing that when you have to, when you just ask yourself, how does it feel? How do I feel? Is this real? And you, I, I mean, people probably think I'm crazy if they went inside my brain, but all day, every day, I talk to my body. I talk to my brain. I say, okay, what's going on? What do we need to do in this situation to get out of it? And, and it's really, if you have it, like it's your child or your inner child, which it is, or if it's your companion and you have a relationship with your body, it talks back to you. It's the most intelligent thing in the entire universe is our, is our human mind. That's amazing. And it just like brings to mind those moments where like, I can just think of one recently where I was, um, 
you, I guess what I'm trying to say is it feels like the way we're raised is to kind of project or uh, assume how we should feel about something. And it gets so confusing to like peel that layer back and be like, no, does this feel good? Cause I'm afraid of not going to this place because I want to look a certain way or I want to make someone happy. Or does this feel good because it isn't what I need and like what my body is telling me to do. And that's so amazing that you said that. And, that, and that's exactly what I teach. Like literally just that entire concept. If we can just, uh, you know, that entire podcast, we could just end right there. because it was <laughs> But, you know, an acorn doesn't say to, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough to be an oak tree. Oh my gosh, that oak, other oak tree looks really, really great. I, I, I don't think I'm going to be as good looking as that oak tree, right? And he, but nature, it, it, stop for a minute and think of what nature does and the magnificence of nature, how it produces itself without all these garbage beliefs that we have as humans, right? And society really has projected onto us. Um, and they're not ours. They're not ours and they're not real, right? I mean, it, it, it's just your story that you've attached to the emotion. It's not anything other than that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's just such a good reminder because um, I feel like these topics sort of come up here and there and just hearing someone who obviously has practiced this and seen it firsthand val- validate that is is huge because it's like, should I meditate every day? Like, I don't know, is this really doing anything for me? And at the end of the day, it's yes, just- the answer is always yes. Yeah. Always meditate every day, yes. Yes, that, that's the answer. I love talking about meditation and um, like, I don't know, just little things like, how do you get people that don't think they can sit still, sit still? I mean, I get that question from people all the time. Like, what is your go-to method of being like? Okay, so- this in your life. The first thing that-, that- Everyone is always, I mean, for, for years, like, no, how do I quiet my brain? I have a crazy brain. I have a monkey brain. You know, connect your breath. That's the most important thing is just honestly stop. Stop whatever you're doing and breathe and breathe in deeply and feel it within, you know, all the way through your gut, all the way in and feel it through your entire body. Um, uh, there's many times where throughout the day, I just stop. I mean, the square breath is, is super easy, super, it's, but, you know, breathe in for five seconds. Um, I do it 10, but, but, but to start off, breathe in for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, and then, you know, breathe that, then breathe that in again and hold it and just repeat, repeat it at least four times. But your breath will always calm you because your brain cannot do two things at once. So if your brain is focused on your breath, then it can't have monkey brain, right? Or you can't have crazy brain, which I call all the time, you know, it's, or go get a glass of water, get up and move to a different location, do something else. Um, Quieting your brain really, you know, now my meditation practice is is I I practice an hour in the morning and an hour at night, I clear my energy in the morning. In the morning, I set my intentions for the day at night, I clear my energy, but just start a couple minutes. And, and I also say that meditation doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to be quiet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go for a walk in nature, go to the beach, pet your dog, do what you love, have an ice cream cone, whatever connects you back to being you, that's a form of meditation. And so start there. Journaling is amazing and wonderful. It gets your mind clear and gets things out. Have a cup of tea, sit down and relax. Just do something that brings you joy and brings you back to your center. It doesn't have to be as complicated as, as the world makes it to be. Yeah, that's that's a really good piece of advice. And coming back to kind of why you got into this industry, industry of healing anyway, um, it does sound like, man, like you just had this series of 
health issues kind of wreak havoc on your family life and really at your foundation. And I'm curious how it kind of manifested for you. And, and obviously you came to that decision of let's alkaline diet for my, for your mom. And how did you even get there? And like, what was the process for you? Like, we have to try something different. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that, that was pretty much it. Life, life taught me to how to live basically like death taught me how to live life. And, and so um, after my father died, when he, you know, I was 21, that's really when I was always super healthy. My, my grandmother always cooked very organic food. We had, we had our own, our own garden, everything. Um, but it, it wasn't like when my dad died, when my dad died, it was a trigger to start eating healthy. When my mom got cancer, it was a trigger for me to go on a spiritual journey because it was not um, just about food anymore. And it was, there was something bigger that I would needed to explore. And usually that's what happens is you, you, for your spiritual journey to get triggered, something massive happens and you say, this doesn't work anymore. We have to try something different. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I actually was talking about this with someone and sometimes like those hard emotions that would come up from a loss, for example, we're talking about how that can bring people together in this collaborative way. Unlike many other things, it seems to be the most human connection comes from the saddest of times and the hardest of situations. And like you're saying, the situations for individuals, they're experiencing loss and they're like, I have to do something to better my life and, and make sure, you know, I'm, I'm treating my body in a way that um, is the best I know how and like really to the best of my ability and it's sad that it takes sometimes those those just traumatic events to kind of motivate us. But I guess we can just get so distracted by everything else that's going on. And um, it really does take that moment of like, what do I need to do? And someone please point me in that direction. And uh, quickly, like alkaline diet for people that don't know, um, what is that? And, and what do you know about that in the in relation to cancer and how it's helped your mother be cancer-free for 10 years? Well, I, I don't necessarily know that it was my mom's only alkaline diet, right? I mean, she definitely had to do the work. She had to, she she was in, she was in the hospital a lot, right? It was not only that component, it was the component that she actually chose life. And she, you know, but, but during that time of her life, um, she was became extremely conscious of everything that she put into her body, everything that, you know, and so the alkaline diet just was a catalyst for her health, um, really. And, and not to say that it was the healing aspect by any means, because, you know, I, I would never, I say Eastern and Western medicine combined, right? You, you can't just sit and meditate and think it's going to go away. And you can't, you know, the, you can't mask it with, with um, medication either. You have to really have a combination of both. But the food that we put into our body and everything that we put into our body without question is the first step. And, and so the alkaline diet is just basically, a, and, and anybody can do an alkaline diet. It's aligning your alkaline because we are chemistry. Our bodies are chemistry with the foods that you eat. And so, um, you know, all raw food, natural foods that are organic, that no chemicals going into your body, no garbage that's going into your body, no process that's going. And that was just that I, I can't ever say that that healed her. I can only say that that was the catalyst to get her to a state of well-being, which 
also allowed her to mental clarity to say, I don't want this cancer in my body anymore and to do whatever it took to become cancer free. Whereas, you know, my grandfather didn't do that. And my, my father was the, you know, my father was probably off the other deep end where it was alcohol and smoking and, you know, high stress. He was corporate CEO and, 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 uh, and ran his own business uh, entrepreneur. And so he had the stress aspect of it. He had the modern day, life and and that's what my grandfather was pretty healthy actually but he wasn't dealing with the sickness he wasn't dealing with what was going on and so you know life teaches you and if you're not listening and you don't take action and that's the whole thing is you can have all of this information but if you're not taking action in every single day i mean i've been doing this for 17 years and i live this practice like i meditate every single day i exercise every single day I eat healthy every day because i'm i'm living consciously and that's the most important thing that i could probably teach is just understanding that if you know it's okay to have a glass of wine and it's okay to have pizza if you want i mean i'm not preaching you know purity but i also think that just stop and say, okay, I had a couple glasses of wine tonight and tomorrow, you know, I'm going to have a salad and I'm going to eat clean or, you know, so, so understand that when you are doing things to your body and what it is doing to your body and your mind, when, you know, it's not just your body, it's your mind too. When you're not eating healthy or you're not exercising, the neurotransmitters and the serotonin and the dopamine cannot get to your brain. So you're not thinking clearly, right? And so the neurotransmitters aren't even firing when you have garbage food in your, so just be conscious of what you're putting into your body and how you're treating your body and, and use it as a vessel because it is right. I mean, it it is, it is a beautiful vessel that we, it works so hard for us all day, every day. So why not work hard for it? Yeah. I love that concept of just thinking your body for all that it does. It's, It's literally just trying to keep you alive, but it is dealing with so many factors all the time and, um, setting yourself up for the most success be it starting with, uh, you know, a mindset of like positivity or starting with a diet and then just building on the other aspects. I think looking at it in whole, it's like, wow, I have to make so many changes to be healthy. And like, that sounds like so much work. And, but I imagine that as you do, I would think as you start with one piece, the rest of it kind of it falls into an alignment. I, I, I would think in a way, sort of like, I'm going to make this much conscious effort to eat better. What else can I be doing for my mental health or how can I be taking care of um, my spiritual health? Or I just think that's a really easy kind of way to look at it as opposed to like change everything. What you're doing no, is wrong. No, no. It's never going to work if you think you're going to change everything at once. Because you're totally. Right literally and go into fear mode, right? It'll go into fight or flight mode. Like, what are you doing? Now, right. And yeah. so, what I, what I really think the most important thing is just take one thing, one thing every single day and say, I'm going to change this one thing and live consciously throughout the day, right? So, okay, this energy is not really serving me. You know, how do you feel when you're at work? Does it, is it the worst possible feeling that you're at? Then it's time for, to find a new job. You know, there's plenty that, it, not saying leave your job before you have a job, but just find more happiness in your life, right? And, and, and it always, just take one step. All you have to do is take one step each day. And I promise you that the first step that you take, it will trigger the next step and that'll trigger the next step. And it will either teach you and you'll go on that journey and, and, you know, overall you'll get to wellness or your world will get rocked. But, you know, it's never going to be somewhere in between because 
really, really, really your body's just showing you, hey, 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 you're not living in the right place right here. You need to go this way. No, 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 go this way. I'm telling you, it's way better for you to go this way. And then they say, okay, you're not listening. I'm going to pull the rug out from underneath you, right? And so, but if you make a conscious choice every single day to say, I'm going to live consciously, I'm going to have conscious food, I'm going to have conscious thoughts, you know, this doesn't feel good. I'm not going to do this. And and just little things like that, I promise you, your life will change. And, and it, it'll start to trigger wow, I really want to go deeper. Wow, I want to learn more about this. And, and, and that's when you go on your spiritual journey after that. Definitely. For people that this is really resonating with and they want to learn more, what would be your advice, uh, like books, blogs, podcasts, anything that you think is like kind of a good entry level uh, exposure? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, there is not one book or one podcast or one person on this planet that really that I can say, oh my gosh, you need to do this. Because the best thing that I could say, there's a thousand podcasts you can listen to a day on health and wellness, right? There is a thousand books. You have to listen to what resonates with you because what resonates with you is not going to resonate with somebody else because that's, that's a different journey. We're all on separate journeys. So if something in the health and wellness field resonates with you follow that and then until it doesn't resonate with you or continue on with it but you know really again that's just listening to you and and there's so many and I have 25 people on speed dial that I can call and tell you about right or I could you could just say wow I really like this person I think that this you know this is I'm connecting with it I've picked up books and bought books and then read the first page and said, yeah, this is not working for me. Right. And then I've read, you know, Deepak Chopra's, I probably have read every single book that he's ever had and been in seminars with him and, and getting, so, you know, and so, so, but there, there are people at Deepak's level that I don't resonate with at all, like at all, at all. And so I don't, you know, I don't pay money to invest in that, but, but it, everything, everything is kind of all there within us. And we don't, I mean, not kind of, it is, it's all within us and we just know. And so, if something's not resonating with you, don't do it. If it is, then go for it, right? Yeah, that's such a simplified way of saying it. And I love that just the overall theme from what I'm hearing you say is really like, there is no right way, but your own. And if you can just find a way to quiet and just listen to what your body is telling you, it is trying to keep you alive and keep you thriving. So like lean into that joy, like just walked down the street in that direction towards where you think is going to be right. And there's no right one way of doing anything, which is like, ah, such a sigh of relief. Like there is no perfect answer for this. And yeah, there's there's a perfect answer for you, but only you. Right. Right. And, And so, but, and you hit the nail on the head. There's nothing else. What brings you joy and follow that. That's it. Like there, there, there really is a, and, and we make it so complicated and we make it, it's just, if it's bringing you joy, it's, it's bringing you goodness in your life, right? That's it. And so, you know, on a high, high, high quantum field level, joy is the highest vibration on this planet. Why would you not want to live in that, right? And so, so when, you're, when you're living in fear, when you're living in anger, when you're living in discord, you're at the lowest vibration of the planet. You can't be in two different vibrations at the same time. Yeah. So, that's beautiful. And you get to choose. You get the greatest thing in the world and our greatest gift that, that the universe, God, source, whatever it is you believe it to be or something, even if it's just your higher self, the greatest gift that we have been given is choice and intention, right? And so we are presented with the way we feel. 
do we get to choose to live in that space or we because the opposite has to exist if that's there right and that's that's the law polarity and that is just science that has nothing to do with woo woo the law polarity something can't exist in your in energy if the opposite doesn't exist so if you're feeling anger that means the opposite has to be there, right? And so you get to choose. You get to intend that you don't want to be in that place anymore. And then you it, you put your intentions towards that. And then you get to choose. And it may take some action and it may take some work on your part, but you always get a choice. Always. Truly. Wow. Yeah. I love that. And where can people find you um, and connect with you? Do you have a social media account and a website or anything like that? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty much everywhere on social media. I have, so I have my own TV show and it's called Infinite Wellness. And um, if you want to find that, you can find it at noelagave.com. And I have a, actually it hasn't launched it, but it's launching this week. It's an online academy and you can learn everything that I'm talking about um, online. And uh, it's, everything is amazing. I offer certifications in what I do. I offer um, different levels of just basic classes. And then I offer um, massive, massive certifications i run retreats all over the world and um yeah and it's noelagape.com and i'm on binge tv if you want to see my tv show called infinite wellness i am on instagram at noelagape noel underscore agape and then um facebook it's noelagape love um and that's where you can find me that's amazing oh my gosh you do so much and i the tv show of course i can't wait to like just dive in more. You have such a positive energy. And I just love the message that's underneath all of this is yes, there are things you can do to change, but just lean into joy. And why would you not want to live in that way? I think that's like such a huge takeaway. Um, and yeah, I really appreciate your time and for sharing all of this with us. I think it's, it's so important that we have these reminders, like my, myself included as much of this as I think I know. It's just, I think you find the, the voice and the article and the podcast that you need at that moment. And that's exactly how I feel when I'm speaking with guests. It's like, yeah, this is the message I needed to hear today. And I'm just so grateful that you were uh, able and willing to share that with me. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. It was so great being on. Thank you so much. Wait, don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. I have some things to say. So if you're still listening, kudos to you. You're one of my favorite listeners. If you found this episode helpful, definitely take the time, if you can, to pause this episode, go over to iTunes and give me a rating there. It's super important that iTunes sees ratings. It's how the podcast gets more downloads for other people, like has a broader reach because it will move my podcast up on the list or whatever. But what was so amazing um, with this conversation with Noelle that I wanted to touch on before we end was at the end of the interview, when we stopped formally recording, Noelle did something with me that I thought was really special and I wanted to share. And I also know that she did post this on her personal Instagram recently and perhaps her infinite wellness show about bringing anxiety down from your head into your heart. So she literally stopped me and was like, okay, Natalie, put your hands on your head. I want you to think about this ball of energy in your head and I want you to breathe it down into your heart. And that practice was so grounding and so amazing it was probably the first time I've ever thought about anxiety that way and how it can live up in your head and just like wreak havoc on your thoughts and how powerful it is to just focus on your breathing for a second to bring that energy field into your heart's space and just kind of 
allow that calmness to overtake you. I hope you guys liked this episode. I was so, so happy with how it turned out because especially listening to it the second time, it was just so full of little tidbits of information like the importance of living your purpose and this mind-body-soul connection, how health and wellness is the whole package. It's not being on a diet. It's not exercising. It's not any of these things in isolation. It's not just meditating. It's all of this, how you can live consciously each and every day. And I think Noelle really did a good job at explaining how we can do that in our everyday lives. So thanks, Noelle. It was so awesome to have you on the show. And I look forward to future podcast episodes with you. Bye, guys.